want to welcome everybody to the Steve Thanks Mallard Report. Before we begin, I've got to remind everybody that the views and opinions of this program are those of the host and guests and do not represent any sponsor, affiliate, or anybody else. Relax. Calm down. Take it for granted salt. It's okay. I promise. I know the world isn't telling you that right now, but it's okay. We'll get through this together. Not to steal that cheesy tagline. Now, where's the live edit button? Can we get those few seconds back? Anyways... <laughs> I guess, <laughs> my guest tonight is Michael Horn, returning. Um, uh, so I think you were on in March. I, I looked, I looked, but I didn't look that part of it up. So, how are you doing, tonight, Michael? I'm doing pretty good, Jim. Thank you so much, and I, I gather you are doing well too. Um, I, I can't complain. I guess this would be the place to complain if I was going to, but I don't think anybody wants to listen to that either way. So we're just gonna <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Nobody will care. We don't want to list. We don't want to lose everybody right off the top. So we'll save that for the end of the show if anybody wants to hear it. Um, exactly. <laughs> so I, I, I want to start with some UFO stuff, and then there's some COVID stuff, and then we're just gonna. I don't. I don't think the two intermix, but they kind of do at some point. So we'll, we'll cross. That they do definitely. Yes, they do. You're right. So, I, I, Jan Harzen was arrested. Oh goodness! Three weeks ago now, and then the Mufon thing finally blew up a couple days, well, ten days later. Oh, 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 I didn't. What Jan Hartson was arrested? You didn't know that? Absolutely not. Yeah, he was. He was arrested for trying to solicit a uh, teenage girl, and was removed from oh. Mufon. Oh, really? Okay. Well, there you go. So I'm breaking news to you. So, <laughs> so your honest reaction is going to be honest because you have not had any time to think about it. Right. But, My gosh. Oh, boy. Is, is it, I mean, the MUFON organization is bigger than him, obviously. Of course, of course. But he's kind of been the face of it for the last little bit while it's been more popular than not. Right, right. Um, wow. Wow, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, I didn't know about that, so, yeah. Well... well I guess I guess my bigger question is, I mean, I kind of preference this to you to start with, because MUFON is kind of the, let's say, well, maybe maybe this is the better lead-in question than my next question. MUFON is big in the states, more so than anywhere else in the world. Um, is that a good thing that MUFON isn't necessarily the worldwide organization, or should MUFON have more global reach? You want my opinion? That's who I'm asking. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I, I like the way you presented it. I thought it might have been a little rhetorical or something, but <laughs> let, me, let me give you my answer. MUFON, and your listeners may be surprised to know this, MUFON was an organization that Billy Meyer was told would be one of his biggest opponents and he was told that before MUFON came into existence. He was told that, I think, in 1953. I have had my own uh, lengthy interactions uh, with MUFON, and I met John Hartson. It took me a year to convince him to please uh, post the information on the Billy Meyer case. MUFON is, in my opinion, and the opinion of some people that I know who are highly placed in aerospace, it's a disinformation organization that has been complicit in presenting evidence to the State Department and CIA, not of 
anything extraterrestrial, but because most so-called UFO sightings have been mainly, not exclusively, mainly, of secret military craft, the sightings of people that run around as field investigators and all the rest of that on behalf of MUFON are basically doing free field research for the secret military developments of alternative craft. That has been on my website for a few years, and I learned that from a recently retired VP of operations at a company that was called Orbital Flight. They changed their name. They're still around, quite quite around. They're a major competitor to Musk, and he has friends still in the company. I could look up whatever its current name is, but they were called Orbital and they are all people, you know, that had extremely high security clearances and all that. And one of them had been, if you want to use the word that seems to be rather <laughs> appropriate at this moment, solicited by a MUFON, a high-level MUFON person, to join and be slotted into a high position at MUFON. And he had questions. And he was told by this guy, more and more information, including, according to him, and he, as I say, he's a very credible guy and high up in a aerospace organization, that MUFON used most of the stuff that came in, if it was any good, it wasn't just, you know, lights in the sky at a distance, but anything that seemed to be any good, it was turned over to the CIA and State Department. So all those good folks that are running around chasing lights in the sky and ooing and eyeing about UFOs, uh, who are many of these people are very sincere. I don't. I wouldn't criticize the people that want to know the truth, but they've been used and abused not only by MUFON but by other organizations and let's just say parties that uh, distribute and promote disinformation about the UFO situation and the actual cover-up. The actual UFO cover-up has been for the longest time really solely about the Meyer case. Yes, Roswell has been covered up and a lot more information got released publicly back when that event took place, yet they still attacked and tried to discredit it. Roswell was an actual non-terrestrial event with androids that were found in a craft and all that. But the Billy Meyer case has been ongoing in terms of UFO evidence Evidence, not just the context, but that's since 1964, 56 years ago. And actually, the very first UFO evidence establishes the singular authenticity of the case, which I wrote about 10 years ago, and interestingly enough, which also was the basis of a rather... uh, lengthy article by a retired United States Air Force Office of Special Investigation um, background investigator. He also worked for the Department of State who approached me as a rather hostile skeptic in 2017, early 2017, and eight months later came out unequivocally stating that the Meyer case, he had thoroughly investigated it. It was absolutely ironclad, authentic, and he would take on any skeptics on my behalf, and he did. 
So um, it, it's just like that is a given here. We we already have everything validating the authenticity of the extraterrestrial nature of the craft and other evidence and then the impeccable accuracy of the prophetic information, over 250 examples. So, MUFON, to get back to your, your, your pivotal point, Jim, uh, has been a large waste of time for the world. It's been uh, beneficial for the uh, intelligence community, for people who have private as well as military companies developing alternative craft, which has actually gone in, on in this country for about 100 years. So while people get all excited about that, and I don't mean I'm not trying to insult anybody. I just don't have the the time or the um, what should you say the the cynicism to mislead people in a time like this when the truth about all these things must be available and people have to be able to determine it for themselves. So uh, that's what I could say right now about MUFON. I even have a video clip up of me confronting Jan Hartson two, three years ago at a MUFON event and his double talking then and there. And he had already admitted to me and another guy who was a witness, he knew the Meyer case was authentic. It was just too good. He literally said that. So they want people to chase lights in the sky and waste their time and think they're doing something important, just like Stephen Greer with his phony nonsense. So there's the, there's this new, other new group out there I'm sure you're aware of, too, the Stars Academy. I'm sure you don't have any um, – I'll, I'll say I'm sure you're not fond of them either. Well, more utter BS. You've got you've got a kind of brain-dead rock and roller thinking that he's being let in on the secrets of the universe by a bunch of so-called former spooks. Really? When are there former spooks? It's, it's another huge waste of time. They go – they raise tons of money, tons of money, and they give you nothing of any significance. And poor uh, – what's his name? DeLong, Tom DeLong, even – even uses Myers photos without attribution in talking about UFOs. I mean, really, it's shameless. Just the shame. The UFO field is utter disinformation. And actually, I tell you something. And I'm saying this with a smile, but I don't mean it that way. It has done more damage to the people of America and the rest of the world, even in the military, because, see, the military stuff, everybody's on to it. They don't suspect that what they're getting from the so-called UFO experts and the UFO groups is utter disinformation. No, not one piece of evidence ever presented by any of these people, a, a first-hand piece of evidence, and a piece of evidence that can be analyzed. It's all tall tales, and people got suckered into it, and... I put up a blog oh, a couple months back when it became clear that there'd be no more UFO expos for a while. They're going to be gone for a very long time, to tell you the truth. But when it became clear there wouldn't be any for a while, I brought a, I posted a blog saying, may you lose your shirts. And I mean it for every one of those cynical promoters and phony experts. I have for a long time. I spoke at a lot of these things going back some years. And they didn't like me because I came right out and I said, these people, and I named them, are liars. They have no evidence. And a lot of them were right there. I, I said this as recently as a year ago at an event called Contact in the Desert. And I had been invited last minute. Nonetheless, it was a pretty full house for me. 
And I called out Corey Good and, uh, and David Wilcock and Tom uh, DeLong and Bob Lazar. One after another, it was taking too much time. And I had a slide up so people could read them. And, and if those, some of those people were there, I have no problem saying it to anybody's face. They're liars and they're profiteers and they have badly, badly misled people. So that, here's the, the problem. The whole topic of UFOs got very mar- badly marginalized to a, uh, a tabloid type of topic. And then you've got the, you know, the UFO groups themselves and the, all the promotions around that. People never get the truth out of that and they should have had the truth because if i may drop this shoe at this point as far back as 1989 verifiably billy meyer published that there was a coming lung disease that will emerge because of bioweapon developments going on in secret laboratories in china he reiterated that in 1995. And later, if you want, we'll tell people what we've published since then. That's remarkable. So, Okay, so sticking in the UFO thing for just another couple minutes here because it fascinates yeah. me because that's sure, where the show got it started, the paranormal, and then we, we transitioned to current events. And that's what tonight's show will feel like the what the show's all about. Like, if I could put it in quotations and show somebody how the show's transitioned. So, what does this mean? I mean, in the, I'm thinking about independent UFO investigators out there, people who are interested, people who are trying to research this. Mm-hmm. I think if, if they're aware that these uh, groups are no. crap, and they're looking for something, you know, how do they proceed forward, I guess, is the easy, well, easy way to I, as I, I've, I've said this for the longest time, and, of course, a lot of people haven't heard it because, you know, I, too, have been you know censored and suppressed and all that, and not by... Not by you. You you had me on this is the second time. You've given me ample time to say what I have. Nobody needs to believe a darn thing. So here's my answer. If they go, indeed, to my blog and my website, they will find an abundance of independent scientific expert analyses going back spanning 40 years with state-of-the-art equipment. NASA, JPL, USGS, McDonnell Douglas. I mean... Experts who had nothing to do with the Meyer case authenticating his evidence. These people don't know it. Why don't they know it? Well, because they, you know, got sucked into the what should we call it? the black hole of ufology, the very ugly black hole of ufology, which has ripped them off financially and in consciousness and left them unknowing of what was coming. When they go into the analysis and testimonials pertaining to the physical evidence, Jim, and they satisfy themselves as they could really quickly, or they can take hours, it all gets to the same place. Then they move to the scientific information that Meyer has published since 1951 with no errors ever in it because he gets it from the playaron. And then they can weep for what has been withheld from them. And the warnings of what's coming that have been fulfilling ceaselessly. And what's coming from now on. Much of it specifically foretold in the years 1948, 51, 58, 87. I can keep going. And this is what has gotten me, of course, 
blackballed in ufology, which is fine because ufology is basically going to die off a well-deserved strangulation from here on. And because people, there's two things. One, we are in a situation of unprecedented magnitude. Again, had people the opportunity and the awareness and knowledge of what we've been warned about pertaining to this coronavirus and i was on cbs tv news in san diego january 23rd when this is just being mentioned in the news they're interviewing about the Myronite case and i said well one of the urgent reasons is this so-called coronavirus epidemic that billy meyer foretold in 1995 i use that date because it's it's on material that's on my website for since 2002 i've got it so we are documented up the wazoo. Nobody in ufology has anything except, well, there's Rendlesham and, and this tale about a guy who said he was a... There's nothing that you can do with it. What people can and have been doing is meeting. Now people are meeting you know, all over the place online because we can connect up online. They've been getting up to date by reading the blog and checking it out. As you know, because I said I, I put out two press releases within about seven days here on the coronavirus stuff that are staggering information that Meyer, it isn't only we published it beforehand, but when people go to our reference page, if they are at all scientifically minded, what is going to stop them in their tracks is the following. Our information has been corroborated by the CDC, the WHO, NIAID, all these people no sooner than two weeks after we verifiably publish it. We publish the right information without revision, without corrections, without withdrawals before the government. Anybody can search it. They read the publication dates, and then they can sit back and go, why the heck didn't I know about this before? That's the fun part of this conversation. What did we know about this before? And okay, but couple couple things here. Little housekeeping. Sure. Little housekeeping just came across my screen. Uh, Twitter is banning QAnon post, which is okay, fine. Yeah. So be okay. it. Um, they also ban. They also banned my coronavirus symptoms site too. So take that for really? what it's worth. Yep. Um, because I was reposting articles from all the major news outlets. But my site got banned. You figure that one out. I'll give you a, a cool drink, and we'll we'll figure we'll celebrate yeah. your understanding of life. Okay. I guess. Right, <laughs> anyways, right there, cold country, right in cold country. Yes. Okay. Anyway, so now we got that cleaned up. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask. I, now, see, this is where this is where the show takes that hard left, right turn. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Trump created the Space Force, and I think we talked about that the last time you were on. But now I, I kind of want to level up on that conversation because we're, what, uh, in the middle of an election cycle. And I could see, maybe this is just me being that paranormal guy that I used to be, right? As we, Like I said, as we transitioned through this conversation. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want this to be a bigger issue than it will probably end up being. But see? do you see it being a potential issue with the Space Force and all this other stuff? Like, because I remember, remember if, when uh, uh, John Podesta was on, uh, was that with Kimmel, and he was talking about releasing UFO files and all this stuff. But obviously, you know, they didn't win, so right. that didn't happen. 
But is that, I mean, or, or is that bubbling again, or am I just out to lunch? Well, here's the thing. Space Force and this and that and everything, frankly, it's irrelevant. Because almost any and everything, almost any and everything that comes from the government, especially from anything pertaining to the military, defense, etc., is highly suspect. It's never going to be the full truth because we have the yardstick that by which we look for the truth. It's going to be that which is going to serve the you know the narrative. And all this nonsense about Space Force. Yes, I will tell you this. Are there, is this country doing everything it can to put weapons in space and sneak around things? And, oh, yeah, of course. But all this stuff is propaganda, not, and it's pretty irrelevant. Other than its potential to do harm to us in the world, it's pretty irrelevant. Because here's the thing, and people won't want to hear this, and I'm not trying to make anybody upset. Um, we're not going to have, uh, how to put it, if we look at this record of accuracy prophetically on the part of the alleged extraterrestrials and Billy Meyer, we're going to find that they, as far back as 1975, 1981, and 1987, foretold that the United States of America is going to have two coming civil wars that the country will break up into five territories and that after 2020, the way they put it, the superpower USA will cease to exist. Meaning, just so people don't freak out, doesn't mean that we're all destroyed. And stuff. It means that as a superpower, we're over. No matter who gets elected, I'm not political, I don't care about any of that stuff um, in terms of partisan politics. I have Personally, I have no use for any of them and any of it. And that's fine. They probably don't have any use for me either. But uh, we are going to be more seriously challenged than people know. And I have a, a document online. I'll, I'll tell you two things. What I just said about the coming civil wars now probably wouldn't surprise anybody. But you should know that a lot of people were laughing about that, including me in 1986 when I first heard about it. And I'll tell you something else. I didn't think it could be remotely possible, but I made a film. I've made a couple films in which I mentioned it. My first film that we, we filmed in 2006, we released it in 2008. I talked about the two coming civil wars. And then in 2014... I specifically said that Meyer had foretold all this about the civil wars, the breakup of the country, etc., etc., and I mentioned 2020. I have a little clip, a minute and 40 seconds or whatever long, right online, where I say that in my film six years ago. So th that's pretty unambiguous in terms of what they have said and what they've warned about. Is that true? Well, you know, 1986, I couldn't think of that as even being remotely true, <laughs> right? But I'm not laughing about it anymore as an improbability. It's coming. And what we have focused on for people, there's a teaching in the case, 
it's not a religious teaching or a, a belief teaching. It's, it's, a, it's a teaching of how to think. It's called a spiritual teaching because it's really about thinking and how we can straighten ourselves out and survive. Because I should point out also, in 2004, the first DVD that I put out, I titled it, The Meyer Contacts, The Key to Our Future Survival, 16 years ago. So it would be nice to say that it mattered what about a space force or about what this president or that one is going to do. It only matters in this regard, in my opinion. In 2017, when Meyer published a huge batch of predictions, he mentioned specifically the coming global financial crash which he first mentioned to me in 2006. I have a video online from YouTube, 2006. I talk about it. And he mentions it again in the 2017 document, but here's the part that's a little more upsetting even than that. He speaks about the fact that the government of the USA will turn the military and police against the partly heavily armed population. So, if we want to look at that, it's, it could sound like something right out of the, you know, someone on the far right who are not political. They just simply tell it like they see it. We could even say like they know it. So, I can give you a lot of stuff you could worry about, but I think better than that is if people choose to investigate the information, challenge it, question it, do research, and then start to study what the recommendations are, how we can get ourselves to some level of safety, it's a little late for some things here, and then we realize that it's really going to be up to the individuals now. It's not going to come from the top down. There's no leader. And that really, sorry to say it for those that feel that way, Trump will not do it as a leader. He'll, he will probably make things a lot worse, to be honest. Biden should be somewhere probably, in my opinion, where he, he can weave baskets and drool and babble. But Again, I'm an equal opportunity offender. Um, we need to come together with like-minded people to help take care of ourselves and each other, whatever the beliefs are and the concerns are of people. It's not for me to tell, but to take care, to look how to protect and preserve our lives and, and you know that which shelters and supports us. I'm not here uh, you know, to, to tell people that they should run and arm themselves to the teeth, but I'm not going to tell people they shouldn't, uh, you know, be taking advantage of the still existing Second Amendment, because they're also chipping away at the first, as we know. So this is, you know, if you read the Meyer material, you realize that I've met with Billy 20 times in 20 years, okay? He never talks to me about UFOs. He doesn't care. He's been on those things since he was a kid. He talks about the things that are important for people who want to survive and take control of their lives because control is being, you You just experienced it with that Twitter thing and all that. People have told me that when they go to my blog, sometimes a, a sign comes up forbidden. I mean, we're in these 1984 times, people may not, and Meyer was the first person in 1958 to warn about the coming biochipping. We mustn't let it happen. So, from Space Force to whatever we want to call that, that's kind of some of the stuff that 
it is very current in the Meyer case. So uh, we've we've got a bridge to build here. It's gonna be it's gonna be a stretch when I ask it, but I think I see it. But I, I'm gonna ask you because you probably see it more than I do. Okay. Because we're in this virus and this civil unrest. I think it's a nice way to say it. And then you were talking about five countries after, or five territories after near the election. And well, I'm looking at the calendar, and I'm kind of getting really, I'll say concerned, not worried. Right. Um, I want to be clear. That's so funny because somebody just literally on line sent me this thing: two terrible civil wars will break out in America. Right, you know about it in the five territories. Now. It, I'm not telling. I'm not telling anybody that the civil wars in that uh, at that level start this year or, or when we're in the early stages of it. And and in terms of we have a huge country with hundreds of millions of people. Lots of things are going on, and it's not like necessarily tomorrow. There's everybody's in the streets. But as I said months ago, last year. The people on the far left, I'm just being honest here, have gone crazy. They now specialize only in tearing things down without any constructive means of, you know, creative solutions. People on the far right uh, have yet to be heard of in force, but they will. And a lot of them don't have good answers either. So you're going to see far this and far that clashing with a lot of ordinary people caught in the middle who aren't looking for the trouble that's coming. So, you know, we want to be realistic and have a certain degree of optimism for people who just don't want to throw up their hands and, you know, crawl in a hole. That's not going to be helpful. I mean, unless you've got one of those, I guess, multi-million dollar bunkers, crawling in a hole won't be doing you any good. So we're, we're trying to be on it. Frank, we've, we've talked about this for years. I've been presenting this information in the Meyer case for 33 years, including the stuff that at that time in 1987 with civil war in America, that didn't seem too real, but I present, I said, here's what they're saying. So we're just trying to get people, you know, here's something that may surprise you in terms of the thing with paranormal. Billy has actually said, technically there's no paranormal. There's only two possibilities things that occur that are at the at the time or at the moment outside of our understanding of certain laws of physics and nature or things that have been hoaxed there's nothing that occurs that isn't within the realm of either of those two possibilities and some of the things that occur that are outside of our knowledge about some of the laws of physics etc are fascinating i'm sure and uh, they he's even even given information on some things like, you know, the Loch Ness Monster, the Sasquatch, and different things where they've said, well, this is this is real. These things exist. This is true. Here's what we can tell you about it. We And they don't give a ton of info, but then there's things that they'll say, well, no, people misunderstand. That isn't real. That isn't the way that works. That's something that if people understood this other part or this is a hoax and people are falling for it. So they're just pretty much you know, blunt about the whole deal. So, before we get any further, I guess I, sh- I want to give you the opportunity to uh, promote the website and the blog and, you know, all that fun, all that stuff together because you kind of have mentioned it and I think we've kind of beat around it, but I want to make sure we get it all together because... Sure, sure, thank you. Sure. Um, 
my blog is the most active element I have right now, and that is theyflyblog.com. Theyflyblog.com. And I have a website, which is simply theyfly.com. And you'll find on my blog, I'm now nearly at, oh, 1,100 articles. On my website, another couple hundred. I mean, and fortunately, there's search engines, so if people don't want to wade through all that, they type in their topic or they send me an email and I do what I can to help them. It's just, you know, that's simple. So, um, yeah, that's that's what we, we have there. And I, I like to make this offer because it's easy for me to do it, and I mean it. Anybody that writes and emails me and sends an email saying that they heard me on your show, and the email uses the word free without having to purchase anything, I'll send them one of those films I talked about uh, as a download for free. And then they can you know, look at that because we, we've got to come together and be reasonable. We have, I say it un, without reservation, we have the most important the singularly authentic UFO contacts of this man in Switzerland who doesn't go around, he doesn't do interviews, running around. He's 83 years old. He still meets with a player. And we have since February 25th, we've published the most accurate information about COVID-19. As I told you, we first published, uh, or they first published before me, in 89 and 95, we now have the CDC and the WHO and all these people, without knowing it, they are corroborating our information. Is right. We're the first people on record to declare on that date, this is a pandemic. You've got to self-isolate. Stay out of public transportation. Don't travel. Uh, it's an airborne. I mean, I have a, over a dozen points in there that the CDC and the WHO only concluded on their own weeks to months later without knowing that they thereby actually authenticated our information. That should send scientists all over the world. They're doing it now in Europe, but everywhere. Scientists should be scurrying to study this information about the, the, this pandemic, the virus. This is an unprecedented disease. We've never had a disease this virulent on our world even the play Aaron said, we have never seen anything like this. This is not a joke. And, you you know, I, I want to answer a question in advance that people have asked me. I don't know if your audience is interested, but people, they write to me and they say, well, what about Bill Gates? And what about this? And what? I said, look, I don't know about Bill Gates, but I can tell you this. Any and every time there's any kind of a crisis, an event, whether it's a, a war, an assassination, a disease, People come forward to take advantage of it. It doesn't mean the event didn't happen. It doesn't mean that the factual information isn't factual. We know from from this information that this is enormously, painfully real. And Bill Gates could be the devil incarnate. I have no idea. His vaccine, he could be up to the worst thing. He might want to buy you. That isn't my concern at this moment. Because, to be honest with you, while there may be people in the world listening even tonight who could do something about Bill Gates and his nefarious thing, 99% of us, including your 
audience would be far better off protecting themselves, their family, realizing the seriousness of uh, about this, and staying in the, in lockdown. Or if you have to go places, you have a mask and you have eyewear, protective eyewear like goggles. This gets in through the eyes. So we've warned and published about this stuff for months. And I'll give you one sad last thing before I shut up on this. I started publishing the information, you know, that I got on, on February 25th, just a little later. March 6th, I sent it. I live in Arizona. I sent it to the governor, to the important people here. I sent it again on March, I think, 8th and 13th. I sent it ultimately to over 70 officials in the state of Arizona. And I got back one... No, I didn't, did I? Nothing. Nothing. And this included the media here, the so-called papers, the, the TV and radio stations in Phoenix. And now I'm working with other people to expose this because this, that was five people were sick on March 5th in the entire state. We're over 145,000 cases and nearly 2,800 deaths and not a one of the shameless so-called officials and authorities and media people would even talk about, would even say that they received the information. We know they did. So we've been blackballed on this because people don't want to deal with it. They want to go about business as usual. The economy is a serious concern. But friends, as I told a couple people in where I live who are hammering away, well, if you do this, then the I said, look, the economy, right? Yes. I said, as far as I know, dead people do not buy things and they do not sell things. The only thing that dead people do in Illinois, they vote. That's all. Every, <laughs> over and over, as a matter of fact. So, um, I, you know, I just want to be really upfront about this. UFOs and COVID, this overlaps because, as I said 16 years ago, the Meyer case is the key to our future survival. It's not a joke. It's not a throwaway line. It's because they've been warning, and they can't come and do it for us. They didn't do it to us. They can't do it for us. And, 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 and we've got to take responsibility and get the best of our medical people, support them. You know, there's a lot of BS there. The CDC and the WHO just didn't know what they were doing. Sometimes they still don't. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't listen to common sense medical advice and hope that they can come up with cures and treatments. We're not against that. We're all in this, literally. I mean, people say, well, that's a terrible, you know, we're not all in it together. I'm saying, ultimately, we are, because this thing, here's the other part people need to know. The peak is almost here for the first peak. The second wave comes autumn, winter of this year and or early 2021, and it will be virulent. You talk about a challenge to the economy when people will be out of work, when the lockdown will have to be in effect. People should at this time, here's a, here's a, something that I wonder if anybody's ever given a thought to because I did. Here's what I thought about. I checked online because I was interested in people like Trump and Bezos and all these super wealthy people. Their cumulative wealth, the multi-billionaires in America folks, is 10.1 plus trillion dollars. 
Now, here's the thing you need to know, especially. On February 25th, in all, among all of those points that I posted, the Playaran extraterrestrial said you must create hermetically sealed quarantines, all personnel, hazmat suits, and breathing apparatus because this stuff mm-hmm. travels through the air. It's spread through hospitals, too. It's spread by medical workers, some of whom die catching it. Now, my point was about the trillionaires, they could fit or retrofit every hospital in America within a week to two with hermetically sealed quarantines, all personnel fully protected in those hazmat suits. But the people in the country get worried about Bill Gates' vaccine when they should be hassling the president, their governors and mayors, and petitioning and saying, build these things now. We could take money from the multi-zillion dollar defense weapon industry and say, well, none of our missiles can destroy COVID-19. Let's build the hospital spaces to contain and control the thing, stop the spread. So there's a lot of actual, very specific steps. And in that one press release that I sent you today, in case you know you post it for anybody, you're going to see a doctor in New York City who's known about, he's been working on the front lines with COVID since February. He came out and endorsed all these measures. He said it's the only way to get in control. You see, there was just the first case of a child who contracted this in the womb. That the first case just happened in France, and I think there have been now 85 cases in Texas. But we were warned about that on February 3rd, actually. We published it in January, uh, pardon me, in June, once we were sure that the information had been published at earlier by the play Aaron Billy, June 29th maybe, or, or 9th, I don't know, whatever the date was, it's right there. Children in the womb, infants, adolescents, are going to be coming down with this disease. So we have been ahead of every significant development and event regarding coronavirus. There it is. A free film to anybody that wants it. So I... Uh, <clears throat> Got a question that's kind of off base, but you'll follow it, I'm sure. Has has, has Meyer predicted anything about digital currency? Because it seems like we're yes. on the on the edge of that. Well, uh, I jumped a little quickly. Uh, here's let me give you the kind of background on this regarding currencies and stuff. He, I was in Switzerland in May of 2006, and I said to him, Billy, we were standing outside. I remember, t- we're standing right in front of the center there. I said, Tell me something. Is the, was the Iraq War fundamentally about oil? And I thought he was going to say, yes, of course it was. He turns to me and he says, no. I said, huh? He said, because he's very specific, he said, you asked fundamentally? I said, yes. Fundamentally, it's about your dollar. If things go a certain way, you may as well roll cigarettes with your paper money. And I went, what? I put that in a YouTube video. I've got that up on my blog, link. So in 2017, and and, uh, let's see, did he say it before? Oh, yeah, they talked about, you know, the the coming global financial crash. He said that Americans are going to be dispossessed, basically, is what he said. He said it in those words. But he also said that people will always use money of some form. Some people will trans, uh, you know, what's the right word? You know, they'll... 
exchange value with each other, transact with precious metals uh, or other things. They will barter. But money will never fully disappear. He didn't specifically speak about the digital currency, considering how specific. I would take that as a cautionary note because when we do have the crash and the banks roar up and take control of everything, they may well do it in the form of a digital because Billy did say that you know with the biochipping, the intention is to control every human being on Earth down to the last inch so you won't you know this is you know mark of the beast for some people all the rest of this is going on now forget about the vaccine thing now focus on getting the medical thing funding and taking care however you want to uh you know acquire your goods and your your currency or your precious metals but you have to when you have so i have a blog called you can't eat gold when you have such things as precious metals or gems Remember, you've got to transact with somebody that values them enough. And you've got so if they've got something you really want, you might want to have something they really want before they're going to part with it. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, I, I'm not I am not a financial expert. And if people want to if they write me and they want the link to that prophecy where Billy talks about that, because that's in the, here's the other shoe that drops in that 2017 document. He absolutely speaks about plans by very elites to exterminate a lot of humankind through manipulated diseases. This was not one of the, this was something that started longer ago, the COVID, they explained its origin. It wasn't done by anybody today, per se. It just happened to get out of control, and it flared up today, but... These types of things, it's like people that rush to send their DNA, their blood for DNA tests to find out their ancestry. Could you be making it any easier to be targeted? Really? You want to? You really have to worry about whether your grandmother came from Scotland, your f- grandfather was from Cameroon. What? Good. That's fine. You've now turned over effectively to the government because all of these companies certainly are <laughs> feeding stuff to government scientists. You've turned over the DNA necessary for them to do whatever they want to do with it, and you're not going to benefit from it, I guarantee you. That's just my thinking, by the way. It's not in the Meyer case. I did also absolutely myself publish in March, I think it was March 9th or 11th, that we could be having the quarantines, and if we did, we would have certain problems because people would begin to freak out. We would worry eventually about the supply chain, food and other supplies, We would have social unrest because of people's inability to handle it. I foresaw that myself, just based on cause and effect. So everything I'm telling you, you you can go through and go through the documentation and determine truth for yourself. You won't get that in UFO cases because none of the, not a one of those people who are really probably struggling now because they're out of business, uh, they never had anything to offer you that was of value. You could chase lights in the sky all you want and pay to shine a flashlight at one of Stephen Greer's stupid rip-off events at night, but it ain't extraterrestrial. Here's the thing, folks. If extraterrestrials exist, and if they want to contact you or anybody else, 
they know how to do it. They, they've been in contact with Billy Meyer for 78 years. So leave it up to them. If they want to knock on your door, don't worry about shining your flashlight. And they don't need to contact us. They've given us every conceivable bit of information and evidence and advice and recommendations. It's up to us. We either wake up or we, we go down into a place where we are literally starting over. Just remarkable. So we kind of you glossed over this for the the second time. So I'm going to bring it back. Oh, I'm sorry. Sure. Just because I I think it's worth noting because, and you know, in amount of time, whatever this time will be, I think we need to make sure we drive this point home. Okay. Talking talking about the mark of the beast and being chipped. Yeah. How far away or how far out do we see this being? Well, they're they're pushing on it right now. People in Wisconsin bought into it already. They sell it at some convenience. You can wave your hand and buy gas at the station. Well, that gas sales are down. Or you can do it at the supermarket. They, they've had chips in development for over 30 years. This is nothing new. Billy knew about it because he he was shown this by his, his contacts. This is looming. They will jump on this as soon as they get, and they will do it for the sake of national security. Look, you are dealing with people, when people get into government and when people are just outrageously, obscenely wealthy and they got nothing else to do, they just want power. You know, we have all the money in the world. You don't think it's okay, we want more money, but they know it isn't more money. They know it's the power. And they will move to do this. The European Union is behind a lot of this, as is certain parties in our own government. And this has been done to people in some other countries. Sweden, the idiots have willingly let themselves be biochipped already, people in Sweden. Florida and Wisconsin, as I recall. So if you want to stand up for something, you know, honestly, I'll just, at the risk of offending people, when you have to wear a mask to save your life, and maybe to save someone else's in case you're an asymptomatic carrier that you don't spread it, when you have to wear a mask, don't scream so much about your freedoms being taken away. Worry more that these people want you focused on masks so they can keep running the other agenda. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. It's simple. It's an old magician trick. Look over here. Oh, my gosh. Mask, mask. Right over here. It's, it's the biochipping. They're working on that. Will they deliver that in a vaccine? Maybe. Is it Bill Gates? I don't know. But they're going to try to do that unless people say, oh, no, you don't. And that might be one of the reasons, ultimately, why you know uh, it feeds the Civil War thing when people wake up and they say, this federal government has got to go. And, you know, I, I'm not a – I don't want to see that. You know, I live in a place where, you know, we all – we're up here in the mountains. People have weapons and, you know, it's not like – not a bunch of, you know, little, uh, you know, poets just everywhere who – are only focused on flowers. People have weapons, they know how to use them, and they don't really look forward to having to. And everybody you know, that's smart has a means of protecting. Billy, in our film, I could send people this film for free where we show Billy. We released the film some years ago, but it's Billy is at the weapons cabinet he owns, pulling out handguns and machine guns. Because in Switzerland, every male has to learn how to use weapons and take them home. And so my friend who produced this with me, Jack, who's a European German guy, he says to Billy in German, isn't that very aggressive? And Billy says, 
no, this is my bulldog revolver and this is my Kalishnikov. Because, as Meyer said, self-defense is a right and a responsibility. But it's a last-ditch thing that you turn to. You don't just run out and start shooting people. That's indefensible. If threatened, if your life or the life of somebody next to you or connected to you is threatened, you do whatever is necessary to stop that attack. You don't sit around with, like, you know, you know, just thinking because they value in this material, they value peace very highly. And they actually tell how to actually bring it about. And it does require an armed force. <clears throat> so there, you people will be very surprised when they find out what this is really about in the UFOs. That's just the eye candy. I, I don't know. Did I cover biochipping enough? If there's anything else, push me on it. No, I, th- I think I just want to make sure we got that all kind of together square. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of important to hear directly, not get lost in the rest. I mean, sure. It can kind of get. Um, so, what am I missing? I feel like I'm still missing something. We've got a few minutes left here. I feel sure, like sure. I forgot something yeah. somewhere. Do you want to go into illegal immigration? Do you want to go into borders? Do you want to go into the environment? I mean, Billy Meyer is the first person in 50. A lot of people might not believe this because they have a different point of view. 51, he's 14 years of age. He warns about unnatural man-made climate change, global warming, the damage to the ozone, and, of course, those things that are real and those things that aren't. Now, he's not a fan of Greta Thunberg because she doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. So you you can always be surprised by Billy and his information just when you think you got him pegged. He says, no, this part, we agree, this is true. That part, no, that's not true. So you go, well, now i got to think this through myself. And that's the whole, whole truth of it. So think about any category that we might get into. Well, and we'll, we'll, yeah, you go ahead. As I'm, sit- as I'm sitting here sweating my ass off because it's been <laughs> 90 degrees for the last, feels like forever, I, yeah. can't, I can't help but think climate change might be just a little bit real. It's more than a little real because what's coming, I'll tell you what's coming if you want to know some of it. I'll shotgun this out as quickly as I can. In 1948, for instance, and that's three years before Billy, as a 14-year-old boy, comes public because he's being tutored by these people. He's told in a document we have online, it's a reprint, it isn't the original handwritten thing, he's told that between 2015 and 2017, there are going to be some severe earthquakes in central Italy. Now, why is that important? Because they're going to come before the eruption of five major volcanoes, they name them, in Italy, one of which just went off the other day, by the way, Mount Stromboli. So I looked and I checked, and indeed, those earthquakes took place between 2015 and 2017, and every one of the five, and there's some others I'll mention that they talked about, every one of the five in Italy have become active. There's activity now detectable at all of them. They also told him there's one in northern Germany called the Eiffel Fields, not the Eiffel Tower, but the Eiffel Fields. I checked. That started to get active about two weeks ago. And then, of course, we've got Yellowstone here, which will blow at some point for sure, and that'll be pretty bad. But the European ones are going to go. There's undersea volcanoes he was warned about. Um, there will be a 9.0 up in the Cascadia subduction zone with a huge tsunami Earthquake runs for five minutes, tsunami, earthquake, tsunami. Three years after, it was verifiably published on our website, 2005. In 2008, 
OSU, Oregon State University, came out with the same findings. There will be the eruption of a massive volcano in the Canary Islands that will send a huge tidal wave across into the eastern seaboard. And yes, the extreme weather, and people say, well, you know, it's, it's only 40 degrees. And it's, but here's the thing. Global warming has to have global cooling. Everything's cyclic. We will have the extremes in temperatures, like you're talking about right now. Oh, it's getting pretty hot here. Well, the winters can get worse, too, and then people are going to say, well, what is global warming? This is global cooling. It precedes an ice age. So everything in terms of what they've written, there's logic, there's science behind it. And then when people settle down, they go, well, okay, why would they give us that? Because they'd like to see us survive. That's it. Survive. It won't be easy now, but we'd like to see you get through this. That's it. <laughs> Man, I, I'd like to see it. I mean, I, I, I don't look forward to the alternative, right? Because, uh, like yeah. I said, below zero is no fun either. I mean, but as the extremes get further and further apart, that makes it more difficult, even. Yeah. Well, it does because we're going to have fam- we're going to have stuff, Jim. On this material, the per- here's the other thing people might want to know. The the thing about the diseases and about a lot of this. In the prophecies that we have published from on our website, some of them go back to the prophet Enoch or Enoch, Enoch proph- prophecies, and Jeremiah. They were contactees to the same race of ETs. They started trying to warn us more than 10,000 years ago. And their information got very badly changed around in holy books and things. But this is the point. We're trying to do what we can, present everything that anybody should question and challenge. I do the best I can. I'll send you a free film. I'll send you links to documentation. But go to the blog, theyflyblog.com. Start searching, and you're going to understand why I have nothing but contempt for the UFO community. Poor John Mark. Was it Jan Hartson? notwithstanding his troubles. Man, it, it's been a wild ride tonight. I, I, a, I want to thank you for uh, working with me this evening as we put this together. So, again, My thank you for pleasure. that. And My thank, pleasure. Thank you for passing the information tonight as well. Uh, yes. give, me, give me that website and blog again what, real quick before we get out of time here. Thank you, and you'll send me a link when you've got this, and I'll share it with my listener. Yep. Okay. Uh, they Fly Blog. It's like, look up in the sky, they fly, theyflyblog.com, and the website, theyfly.com. Start there, and you will have a radical bit of education to contend with. Well, Michael, it has been a pleasure again, once again, and uh, keep me up to date on everything, because I know everything changes constantly, just as everything else in the world does. Sure, I would have one more request, because I've been included in the email thing. If you get a chance to take down the remaining attack thing that they put in Wikipedia about Billy Meyer. Um, you, you know, I would just ask because it's so unfair and it's so wrong, and they ban anybody that tries to correct it on Wikipedia. So just like your experience with Twitter, not everybody's real fair about stuff. So I thank you for the opportunity tonight, and please, anytime, give me a email. We'll do it again. Thank you, Michael, and we'll talk soon. Okay. My pleasure. Uh, that's Mike, Michael Horn there, and there we go. So, for you audio listeners, uh, I've been encouraging my video listeners. We're going to uh, 
stay on on YouTube and we're going to do a little post show, but the audio listeners are going to lose the feed here directly. So if you have not been on YouTube, you need to come over and check out the new studio and the new look and the whole bit. So with that being said, we've got about 15 seconds of audio left, so I want to tell everybody to subscribe and review and all that fun stuff because that is where it's at, right? Telling people, passing the word, because I enjoy you listening, but I'm sure somebody you know would enjoy listening as much. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily.